0: A young woman people can't stop talking about. Yo, Taylor. Taylor. Taylor, Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift? Yes, Taylor
1: Swift. 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 Swift.
0: Ish. What just happened?
1: Hey guys, welcome back to Swift-ish. It's Shelby. And this us. Oh and we're putting
0: on our vocal range for the Aeros tour. I feel like I have lost my voice you guys. My voice is a little bit raspy. I feel like Taylor is performing every night. Yeah yeah yeah
1: you've really been through it you know it's like you're basically doing 50% of her job at this point. I am. Goodness. You've been there
0: for most of it. Oh Shelby how are you?
1: Good. So this is definitely a spoilers episode for the Eras tour. Mm -hmm. Um, Ashley went to opening night, but then she and I and a few friends went to Vegas night two. And so we're just here to give our review of the show, talk about the show, everything show, 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 show. So if you are still holding out for avoiding spoilers in this episode is not for you but if you want to hear what two swifties
0: thought of the Aristor tour then you're yeah. in the right place and shelby are you like swifted out because i know you dropped an episode today on <laughs> ps you're wrong all about the heirs tour so when i saw yeah. that i was like oh are you gonna be like just like oh this is so redundant i've already talked about this
1: no, because okay. that was twenty minutes, and this is <laughs> like an hour,
0: <laughs> and twenty minutes with someone who didn't really even yeah, is hear trying you. to convince a
1: guy that it was good. Um, no, I I think there might be some overlap if people listen to both, but mm-hmm. for the most part, that was more like explaining to someone who didn't know what was going on, what was happening, and mm-hmm. just talking through the show, like high level notes, but. I'm excited to talk about it. One, because we experienced it together and it was such a fun trip and you spoiled us with all your Swifty goodie bags and planning. So honestly, you guys should be jealous you don't have Ashley as a friend because she knows how to
0: throw a party. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm exhausted. I have not recovered from this weekend. I don't think I've recovered from opening weekend either. Just like a quick overview. Last time we talked, I was not going to open opening weekend. I was... The first show we were going to go to together, and then Ticketmaster released all these tickets to fans. I was not one of those fans, but because they released all these tickets, the demand for resale tickets like plummeted low. So people who are reselling had to drop their tickets. So I got like club level tickets for about two hundred dollars each. Talked my husband into driving (laughs) ten hours on Friday to Arizona, Swift City. And back again the next day, and then we 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 now that we live near family, it's amazing. So we we pawned our dogs and our child off, and all family members <laughs> went up there. Um, I grabbed something out of my closet that was a red dress, and I was like, "This is going to be my my outfit last minute." Um, and it was it was so fun. Uh, it was hard because I had to have everyone mute me, and I thought I was going to post a lot, but I was like, "You want to know what?" I'm gonna take this concert in. I'm not going to record anything because I, I don't want to be so distracted by making sure I post something and record something that I miss an element of this tour because it was, it was. Yeah, you didn't know
1: anything. You had no chance of spoilers. Like the only thing we talked about last episode was like, oh, there's been some sound check songs. Like, what do these mean? Type things and. Mm -hmm. We did our guests about what would happen and like what things you would do, but you went in totally blind.
0: Went in totally blind, which I loved. Like there was no spoilers because I know before Vegas, you had to like quickly just like <laughs> no. swipe, swipe, swipe because people were posting everything. Like on my TikTok that weekend, yeah, it was just I, there was no no other content besides besides Taylor Swift. <laughs> and I like follow other people that, who aren't Taylor Swift, yeah. And then like that Tuesday, it was like regular fe- like regular programming. <laughs> A little Taylor with a little, like, mom talk, a little Corgi. It was just, like, a whole mix of things. So it was so interesting on how, like, obsessed everyone was with this (laughs) tour.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm curious. Like, we didn't talk about it because I didn't want any spoilers. Mm -hmm. But how did you, like, feel in the moment and then – like after realizing oh my gosh this is a three-hour concert like she plays so many full songs there's no mashups like what were your thoughts during this like
0: unveiling of the tour yeah so we had our thoughts we had our expectations I think both you and I were expecting a tour similar to all the others with you know the past few tours mashups and like opening with like current hits and current singles mm. so when she opened with <laughs> um Miss Americana I I honestly was shocked and my first thought yeah. was Shelby and I did not see this coming <laughs> like that was definitely my first thought I was like what and then the lover house was up there and I was like okay she's incorporating all the eras and like I was just taking it in and it was clear from the beginning because she said I'm going to take you through a history of my eras that she was going she's going to be going like era by era Mm -hmm. and I just I think I was just confused I didn't know what was coming because it wasn't like she was going from Mm -mm. debut all right. the way to midnight and i was like yeah. what's going on and i was i was shocked at places um like spoiler alert of course speak now just got one song <laughs> which i was shocked at and i didn't know what was going to be a bonus song what was not going to be a bonus right. song so i was lucky enough to hear tim mcgraw which was mm-hmm. debut and i was like oh she's only doing one debut song okay that's weird. And now yeah. she's going back to folklore. Yeah. Okay. Cause she's just saying folklore. I don't know what's going on. Oh so yeah. Cause you got mirror
1: ball, right? I didn't yes. realize that until I saw some things about first night. So yep. that was so when I, got- I wanted. So ah. I was like,
0: oh, I actually got to yes. see that. Mirror ball but- and Tim McGraw. And then it and it was just a huge production. She went on at eight, which I was shocked at because mm-hmm. every concert that I know of in the past while goes on at nine o'clock. So she went on at Mm. eight and I was like, okay, I'm glad I was here. It was crowded. It was just so many people. I'm just digesting the songs she chose versus the songs. I wish she would have chose the closer. I was thought of you too. I think like the main ones I thought of you was the opener and the closer Yeah. because the closer, (laughs) I was like, Shelby was right. She was right. So like, And I think the, I was wowed by some of the production, like all of different Taylor Swifts during Look What You Made Me Do, yeah. um, just some of the elements, the dresses, the dancing. I was impressed with the fact that she did, because I was exhausted, you guys. I drove 10 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I was tired. Um, I was happy that she put in elements of like, oh, okay, evermore. I can sit down. Okay, 10-minute version of all too well. I'm sitting down <laughs> bonus songs, sitting down evermore sitting down. Like it definitely was like, it was good for, for the day, three yeah. hours, 10 hour drive. I needed some relaxation. It, <laughs> yeah. it, it was fun. I was wearing um, a dress with some Converse. So definitely oh, dressed for the, uh, dressed right for that night. Yeah. Yes. Did Lance like it? Oh my gosh. Yes. Lance loved it. I got him a, um, <laughs> I got him tuxedo like a little tuxedo t-shirt, t-shirt <laughs> to match my, I, I bet you think about me outfit. He liked it. It was long. He did not care. He was dancing around. He wasn't familiar with evermore and folklore and Midnight's like I am. So on the way there, I definitely made him listen to that. (laughs) But even though he wasn't like – he didn't know every single song, he was just like so into it. Um, There were two sweet six-year-old twins next to me who made the experience even better because they were just dancing around. They were just shaking it off. Um, They were probably cussing when Taylor Swift cussed, and their sweet (laughs) mom was just like taking it all in. But then there were these – People in front of me who they didn't distract me, but I was really shocked by their, I guess their etiquette because the whole time it was more like they were just there for to record it, Mm. and like people were like recording Taylor Swift with their back towards towards Taylor and singing into the camera. I'm like, why are you here? (laughs) Why are you here? Like you could just be on TikTok and watching this because <laughs> people are tic- like we're live streaming it all,
1: yeah. And yeah. everyone
0: was watching it. Um, there are a lot of people just like recording the whole thing, and I was just felt so sad for them because I'm like, this is such a great concert, and it's been what five years? I could not believe yeah. it was five years. It's been five years, and people are like so into recording everything and for the views, for the likes, for the shares that I just like really wish this you know, people would have just, like, enjoyed it yeah. soaked it in. Yeah.
1: No, it is funny seeing the different ways people are enjoying concerts now and sort of the think pieces around, like, generational divides or explanations for these different types of concert goers. Because, like you said, we haven't been to a Taylor Swift concert since Reputation, but we've seen a lot of the Harry Styles, like, mm-hmm. tour, big deal Adele and her – Las Vegas residency and how she engages with the crowd and how the crowd engages with her and there's just like this interesting stan culture where and I think we see it with Taylor Swift a lot because there's this Taylor Swift fan relationship where you feel this kind of like I've been here for her she and I like I need to let her know how much I love her like we're Mm -hmm. it's just me and her against the whole world type thing and so I've seen so many TikToks of people being like I paid for my seat, I paid for my ticket, so I can do whatever I want, and you can't judge me for it. But some of the times that means like the shrieking, like mm-hmm. Banshee style sing-along. And I saw one where this mom was like, Can you please quiet down? You're scaring my seven-year-old. And I was like, Yeah, that'd be pretty alarming. Cause we've yeah. we've encountered that. Um Oh. That uh, <laughs> expressiveness. Yeah. And it is, like, distracting. Like, it's, like. Jarring. It's drowning out who you're trying to see. And, like, I love watching people have a fun time and we mm-hmm. have a fun time, too. But I think there's, like, this line where you, you need to recognize it is a communal space. And, like, mm-hmm. obviously that doesn't mean you have to, like, sit down and fold your arms and be, like, indifferent to it. But I think, like, normal singing along it can go a long way in just endearing yourself to the the communal experience per se because it it's I think there's a line where a lot of people feel like there's more quote-unquote mean girls at this tour where they're making fun of people's costumes or dancing or like they don't know half the songs and mm-hmm. I can see the frustration for that and I don't think that's nice to be like made fun of at a place where you're just trying mm-hmm. to have a good time
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But I also think, like, you can be aware of how your your experience is affecting other people's experience where if you're, like, going batshit so the spotlight's on you, then it makes it harder for the people around you to, like, have the same fun that you're having, you know?
0: Yeah, and, like, listen, you guys – Shelby and I sing loud at these concerts. We're not not just sitting there being like, okay, we're not going to talk. Everyone to hear Taylor. (laughs) We sing loud. We're jumping. We're screaming here and there. But people are not distracted by us. Like the acoustics in this building is created so you can sing along. You can have a nice time. You can scream here and there. But if you are screaming so loud that your whole section cannot hear Taylor Swift, (laughs) that's a problem. That is a problem. Yeah. Like, I don't mind if you enjoy yourself. I don't mind if you're jumping up and down. I'm short. I am expecting tall people in front of me. That's right. not something where I'm like complaining about like some people do. I am just like, I want to hear Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear you. And yeah. like, and the fact that people are like making fun of people's costumes. I saw a TikTok today where this girl was wearing, She, I think she went to Vegas night too, like with us. And she was wearing this really beautiful gold gown. And it was pretty like, and maybe it didn't match an era, but she was going for that vibe. Yeah. And pe- she said that people were giving her side eyes and they were just being mean Swifties, which is kind yeah. of a different vibe that I felt on night one. I felt like night one, like everyone was it's dressed up. up. If you weren't dressed up, you had some kind of element going on. And everyone was like, you look amazing you look amazing. We all look amazing. <laughs> Yay. Like whatever you were wearing, like people were just yeah. like, so excited. And I yeah. kind of do lend that to the fact that it was one opening night and no one had known that Taylor wasn't doing meet and greets. So yeah. people were focusing on being the happiest people. So Taylor nation saw you and this might not be <laughs> the case, but like you should put on your best foot cause you were so excited and you're so hopeful. And I hope this is not a sign of things to come, you yeah. know, like, each show, people are getting cattier and cattier. Maybe it's just a sign of the demographic that went to Vegas. People were drunk. People were just kind of like, what's going on? Like, I'm hoping that's just like a fluke that we've seen a few mean Swifties because I've encountered so many nice Swifties, but I've been seeing these mean posts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That stuff is always sad. Like it is like, yeah, I think there's this, this line where you should be able to have total fun and like no one can tell you not to dance. No one can tell you to sit down. Like no one can tell you mm-hmm. to stop being happy and singing along unless you're breaking eardrums <laughs> your with your- Yes. And like, listen, I am,
0: I know I'm older. I know I probably should I know. be earbuds. I feel so old. But I- I want a seven-year-old to enjoy it and I yeah. want like a 90-year-old to enjoy yeah. it. And I am fearful for your vocal cords because <laughs> yes. I, my vocal cords are a little rash, rash right now. So be healthy yeah. and just, you know, yeah. use your outside Same voice along. but not yeah. your I'm getting murdered voice. Yeah, you got exactly. it. It's fine. That's how I feel. Um, but no, all in all, like
1: this is my fourth Taylor Swift like – tour Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's definitely like a juggernaut right like we talked last time we were like oh her last tour had 24 songs some of them were Mm mashups this has 44 songs yes all of them none of them are mashups like 98 percent of them are full songs Mm -hmm. like the Mm -hmm. full verse chorus bridge everything yes um and so it's like three Mm -hmm. hours plus Mm -hmm. and it's it's a lot it's like damn
0: like you're just like "Ah." like (laughs) Yeah, and like we leave exhausted. And I'm just thinking, like, Taylor is doing at least two shows in every single city, if not more. I'm yeah. Like, how? Yeah. How? Because, like, I was wearing Converse for the first one. And then for the one Smart with girl. you, I was wearing these like thigh high boots with like Very an hot. arch. And I, I, the whole night warm. Did not take them we off. Did. I wore. I was committed, and I wasn't dying. Like I wasn't wobbling around. Like when we left, there was a girl who was in cowboy boots who was like bleeding, and I had these extra <laughs> flats, like those like silky flats, and I gave them to her because I was like, I don't need mine. You she was, need like, yours. Crying. She was yes. Like, Thank and you, Lord. <laughs> I know. And like Taylor Swift is wearing these like Louis Vuittons like yeah. boots, and I'm just, like, but I'm, like, I was I don't reading, and they're like custom built. They have to, to her be. Foot. Like they're I was like, and thinking yeah. earlier today, I was like, they have to be custom made to her boot. Yes, they're
1: like yeah. one of the 1989, I think Louboutin or whatever. One of the designers was like, yeah, we take a mold
0: mm-hmm. and we
1: build it, and then we we structure it so that there's cushioning and padding that you wouldn't usually get in a heel or a boot or whatever. So yeah. it's like they're like literally made for her to be as comfortable as possible. But mm-hmm. even so it's wild
0: and like she's not falling down and it's a heel she is still dancing in these heels whether they're comfortable or not like holy coordination girl yeah Ah. she does go barefoot for a couple of them so maybe
1: that was a she's like I need a break (laughs) intentional yeah yeah Yeah. um but what were sort of your highlights like just but we're gonna get into the set list and go like track by track but were there things that, like, stood out to you the first time that you continued to love or things that surprised mm-hmm. you the second time?
0: Um, I think what stood out to me overall this whole thing is Taylor has always, always had, like, a pretty scripted mm. um, script, I guess, when yeah, she's talking yeah. to the crowd. And I felt like maybe it was, like, the opening night, but I felt like she was more relaxed. She uh, – uh, of course, since I've seen both of them, she, she says – Similar things in each one. But she just seemed more relaxed and just kind of like go with the flow. Mm -hmm. She had like bullet points that she was sticking to, but she just – it wasn't like – you know a 10 minute speech and it wasn't yeah. like she was standing there like looking out being like shocked for 10 seconds like it was just it felt more relaxed <laughs> and maybe it's because she had so much to do that she couldn't be like okay i'm, I'm gonna stick to this script it's gonna be a five right. minute speech like it was i was really impressed with just how like um Liz, liza fair i don't know how to say yeah it, she was like she had a dress and she like had a little like snag on it and she started talking to us about the snack and I was just like oh that's Taylor miss <laughs> her I yeah one thing that I did felt that me,
1: too because yeah. I because like even early on I was like she seems really chill because mm-hmm. like she always puts on a great show but it's definitely like very polished and especially coming off a of reputation where she was like playing this character almost mm-hmm. And like just seeing how she has talked about like how performing sometimes gives her anxiety where she's like, do people like me? Do people want to be here? I think this must have been so validating for her because it's coming off of five years of four successful albums, like six Mm -hmm. successful albums, counting the Mm -hmm. re-recordings, where she's just constantly getting like reminded that, oh, wait. People are here to stay, and it's not because of this or this or this. It's just because they like what I'm doing, and I like mm-hmm. what I'm doing, so why am I taking it so seriously almost? And you could feel that sort of like zen energy where she was just like – like she had her little facial expression. She had her little mm-hmm. joke moments. She did have her like stop and tell the story about like, oh, I like to tell men to apologize. Oh, I am the yeah. man. Like whatever. Yeah. But all together, her energy was just like so much more casual that it was like almost – it, there was something really charming about it that I think yeah. you don't realize is missing from the earlier tours. But you're like, oh, she seems like really happy. <laughs>
0: yes, and I remember like going to my first Taylor Swift tour. I was also charmed by the fact about how surprised and shocked she was right. that everyone was just screaming for her. And then, and then it got a little like 1989. It was like, okay, Taylor, like you don't need to be so shocked. Like yeah. <laughs> you know why we're here. And then now it's kind of like she's at that point of her in the career where it matches. Like it matched when she was doing like fearless and, and speak now and it matches with this one. Like she's a little um, more calmer, but she's still giving us like the best show of our life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah and smart. one thing I was shocked at was, was how much love she gave to evermore folklore. <laughs> I was really shocked at that. I loved folklore. Um, I, I, I like evermore, but she sang <laughs> yeah. seven songs from folklore. And, and then seven songs from Midnight. It's like those are the most songs from each album she's sang. And then you have like Speak Now. She has one, Fearless, mm-hmm. three. And then Evermore had, I think, five. And she did give a speech that she didn't really – not a speech because we, we're talking about how more relaxed she is. She said on the first night how, you know, I do like Evermore popular, like, you know, yeah, I, know I, is I don't like Evermore. But she didn't say that in the other ones. Yeah. And she's like, I want to give it the love that it deserves. And I was like, okay, let's go into <laughs> Evermore. I'm here. And like, you know, like, I, I think you're shocked. And I was kind of shocked at how she sang Tis the Damn Season. I love yeah. that song. But we just didn't
1: think it was the I know, right that vibe. was literally the one I was like, oh, she won't sing this one because it's too Christmassy.
0: Yes. She opened with that yeah. on Evermore. (laughs) Yes. And like there were just some songs, like one thing I was really impressed with and maybe because it was like close to home because of my grandpa's situation, um, but she sang Marjorie. Yeah. And I just was like kind of like – was a little tickled and a little like just kind of like happy that like her grandma didn't know it, but her grandma is performing for millions of people in this arena. I'm getting a little teary-eyed at it. Like it's just like so sweet. Yeah. Like. I did not think she was going to pick Marjorie. Like did not think that was going to be on the set list at all. Yeah, Yeah. But it was.
1: I know. It was really sweet to – because that was one of my favorites from Evermore. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like I was like, oh, she'll never play this. Like it's not like soon you'll get better or something where it's like, oh, it's too personal. She'll never play it. But it did surprise me because I was like, oh, it's like such a sweet like simple song. And it wasn't a single – it wasn't one that I remember being Mm -hmm. talked about a lot. I mean aside from critics being like, wow, this is great. And yeah. so I was, like, surprised to hear it, but it was so sweet when she, like, literally signed her yes. Marjorie. And it's, like, you could tell, like, you're, like, oh, of course she would play this. Like, this is such a nice moment for her and her family and her mom. And to have, like, this sort of, like, homage to someone. Mm. Like, it's just, like, of course, that's what the song's all about is that she's still with her. And I was, like, <laughs> this is, like, a full circle moment. Like, it's just, like, it was really beautiful and fun and powerful.
0: Yeah. I cried during that. I was like, Oh, I'm crying. Yeah. Um, it was, it was like really great. Um, I liked how every single act, she kind of had a different costume that kind of um, paid homage to that yeah. era that she was singing to. Yeah, um, I was just, I was amazed at a lot of the stuff. There was some stuff where I'm like, I don't, like, The Archer, I could have done without. There were some songs where I'm like, I could have been, like, when she sang The Archer, I was like, "Hmm, at least it's not hoax, right? (laughs) Yeah. I loved it. You're like, where is it nice to have a friend? You're like, excuse me. (laughs) Exactly. Come on. Let's keep that one. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like, overall, I loved the closing number. I loved her outfit she was wearing. Was, like, vigilante. Okay, if you want to talk about what I was like, Super impressed with. And I think you know where this is going to go. Her dance for vigilante shit. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, the chairs. And I was a bit repulsed about some of the reactions on TikTok to her dances. Like, she, they changed camera angles after people were posting stuff on TikTok about hoping things would slip or you know, seeing a bit of this, seeing a bit of that, wanting, you know, being perverted. Yeah. 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 But I thought it was very sexy. I am classy. And I was like, you get it. You go, you go do that Moulin Rouge (laughs) dance right there. Chicago (laughs) dance. Go get it. No, she was gorgeous. And
1: it definitely was like, you know, spicy for Taylor. Like, obviously she's still not Beyonce or like, she's not like gyrating in the way that other artists like Shakira or JLo have gotten a not away with like I'm not saying it's bad to do it I'm just saying that's never been Taylor's like brand and she's not the best she's not known for her sexuality right like Mm. to the point where some people think she's asexual Mm. yeah (laughs) but um (laughs) but no so like even with reputation with some of the like you know like dress or whatever her like sex appeal has never been really like forward but here she was kind mm-hmm. of you know trying different things like sort of touching herself in different ways or, or doing <laughs> these sort of sexual like chair dances I don't know so mm-hmm. it was kind of funny to see
0: to see her kind of own that more um yeah um she, yeah she danced great and I know a lot of people make fun of her dancing even now yeah but I saw a tiktok I guys I'm just on tiktok all the time of <laughs> of Taylor dancing when she was like in the fearless and speak now era. And like with her head, like she would just whip her hair back and forth. And then when she was moving her hips, it was kind of like sweet baby Taylor, like my daughter moving her hips, you know, like it wasn't sexy. And it kind of like started out with a clip being like, if my daughter moved like that, I Mama Swift saying if my mom my daughter moved like that, i you know if she saw those moves, I'd cover her eyes because I think they were talking about another performance. And then it like clips to Taylor doing all her awkward dancing <laughs> movements from when she was like seventeen. I was like, Oh it's like that's so yeah. sweet. And how far has she come?
1: Yeah, exactly. She's really grown. And she is yeah. like, you know, thirty thirty two or thirty-three or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like thirty-three yeah. Easter eggs. 33. Remember? Oh yeah. <laughs> 33, I keep forgetting. Um, But yeah, all in all, fun concert. I do feel Mm -hmm. like it was, there were some pockets where I think, I don't want to say disappointed, but it was like, my expectations were different. So it's kind of like recalibrating that. And accepting what what this is, which is like a highlight reel, right? Like this is her celebrating her eras. We always knew it would be like top 40-ish style hits. Mm -hmm. But it's like part of me was holding out hope for some other deep cuts. But not even just like ballads, but I just mean like those cult classic like fan favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess we can go through the set list and kind of talk about it. Yeah, we can. Because one thing that did surprise me was that she opened with – Miss Americana, but also that she opened with Lover, which yes. makes sense because she ends up closing with Midnights. Yeah. But it was kind of random in an mm-hmm.
0: unexpected way,
1: but also like, oh, well, this is nice because we all missed out on Lover Fest.
0: Yeah. She wanted to pick up where we left off. Yeah. And that was Lover. And it's yeah. been a long time coming, <laughs> which I was like, how would I, I, did she pick Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince because of Miss Americana and because of the lyric, it's been a long time coming. Like, you know, it's yes. you and me, it's, it's you and me, it's Taylor and I, that's her whole world. She's here yeah. for us. So it makes sense. At yeah. first, when it comes on, you're like, oh, did not yeah. expect <laughs> that. Did not expect that. But yeah. then it just makes sense.
1: Yeah, no. It's a nice high octane start because it is like that whiplash of like the unexpected, but then you're like, yes, it is Mm. you and me. And she doesn't play the whole song. She kind of like comes in. So you're like instantly in it. Boom, boom, boom. And then she gives us Cruel Summer right away, which Mm -hmm. she acknowledges that it's like, hey, guys, like sing this. I'm going to take you on the bridge or whatever. And it's like a whole moment. It's just like crazy energy. She's always so good at starting a show with just a explosion. And I yeah. felt like that was really fun. Mm-hmm. And then she goes into the man. <laughs> was not
0: expecting that. I was not expecting the man. Yeah. Or yeah. you need to calm down.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. Like Lover is such a, you know, I have my feelings about Lover as an mm-hmm. album as a cohesive unit. Um and Lover has so many great songs on it that it's sort of interesting to see what she gravitates towards. Like, mm-hmm. yes, she didn't, she avoided me, which I was fine with, happy with, glad to hear it. <laughs> it props. And we were
0: in Vegas, and that's where Brendan Urie lives. So, oh yeah, props to her for not singing that <laughs> as a bonus song. Yeah, I, I think we soured that for
1: her, mm-hmm. and maybe I feel guilty about it, but also it shouldn't have ever seen the
0: light. It wasn't just you though, Shelby. So you don't need to. I know. I know. It was an overall (laughs) consensus. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: And she didn't address it. Never talked about it. And that's fine. But it was, those were two additions. And then, yeah, it kind of like, when you start with like the cool summer, it is like sort of this, I don't know, kind of like, it's downhill, quote unquote, from there, because that's like the best and most, long awaited song from the album. And so then fizzling into You Need to Calm Down, Lover and the Archer, it just was reminiscent of all those performances she did before Mm
0: -hmm. Loverfest
1: was canceled. And I kind of expected her to do something different than those Mm -hmm. main songs, those main singles. Um, because again, the the album is just full of like great fun different
0: tracks that she could have like done. I was I was sorely just disappointed we did not yeah. get Death by a Thousand Cuts. And I know yeah. she's going to do it on a bonus song. She yeah. has to. And I'm going to just cry that I was not <laughs> there.
1: I know. I know. That was like one I was excited for. I expected. She's talked about how much she loves the bridge. And like I really did think that would be the most logical thing for her to play. But, mm-hmm. but she pulled back and just did the mm-hmm. singles, which they were really beautiful. And she does like – she has a gorgeous costume for the lover set Mm -hmm. and the archer's like really beautifully done um but yeah it just kind of felt like your usual like um award show performance she did during the lover rollout so it's kind of like oh okay but yeah but then she kind of explains she explained the vision for the night and gives her a little speech about like how she's so excited to be here and do this. And like, she's been thinking about this sort of dream tour and she's going to take us through every era. Mm-mm. And then she cuts to fearless. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, we're going out of order, which is mm-hmm. true. And fearless was a lot of fun. I mean, fearless, you belong with me, love story. Those are great songs. I, and she looked so. It was so fun seeing her come out in the gold swishy like tasseled yeah. dress because it is yep. so reminiscent of that era, and like so that was so fun. But then it was over, and I was like, "Wait, that was a very short stint for fearless Only three
0: songs." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and she just did her re-recording, so we had like <laughs> all these bonus tracks. Like I was going into this being like, "We're going to get." bonus tracks. Yeah. Mr. Perfectly Fine.
1: Like that's built for a stadium. I was so ready for to Mm -hmm. like belt it out to Mr. Perfectly Fine.
0: Me too. I know. Especially since like I know she wants to do singles. I know she wants to do because there's going to be a lot of locals in there. She's going to be a lot of people, people who like aren't familiar with all of her songs, but she just released Taylor's version. Yeah. And people are more familiar with these bonus songs than they would have been if she hadn't
1: yeah. and mm-hmm. not even bonus songs, like just like ones that maybe get less playtime, but that are mm-hmm. beloved by her fans and that were yes. proven to be beloved by the public because they rose to like top of streaming with the re-releases. Like, like I would have loved, obviously forever and always. I think that's such a bop, but also mm-hmm. something like, I don't know. I, like I just i I was those are great songs. and I honestly loved it because you belong with me, love Story. It's great, but -hmm. it's also, like, love story. I don't know. It's just this hard. I think it's hard because we are so specifically obsessed, Mm -hmm. and we have to acknowledge that 60,000 people don't have our same, like, (laughs) bandwidth of witnessing her sing love story 800,000 times. Um, And, like, that is such a seminal moment in her career that I was, like, happy for her to honor it. But then that made it even more
0: surprising that she completely ignored debut. Yes, I know. And I don't understand why she ignored debut. Um, We went – our friend Leah went with us to – she was like mastermind behind all of the the with Yeah. And we went to night to Vegas. And she had – I wasn't giving any spoilers to anybody. And she was like – she's like, okay, I don't want any spoilers, but I need to know, does she play – our song i was like do you really want to know And she was like i really want to know i was like she doesn't and i didn't tell her any context behind and then that friday vegas night one (laughs) i see online that she played our song as a bonus song and that is my friend's favorite song and i just turned to her and i didn't tell her anything i said and i was like you're gonna be so bad news yeah bad news for you (laughs) and then like she i I finally told her because she told me i could like Texted her, like, on the way to the stadium just so she knew. Yeah. Like, I just didn't understand because if she played three songs in Fearless, like, why couldn't she have played, like, at least one or two songs from from Yeah, especially when
1: you're, like – when you open it by saying, like, I've had this 17-year career and I'm going to walk you mm -hmm. through every era. Like, I've had 10 albums. Like, let's do it. Let's get started. Yeah. And then it just, like, she doesn't even give teardrops. And it's not like this is a small song. Like, she – She's – her career is insane because Mm -hmm. she was instantly famous for this little teen girl who managed to cross country and pop stations with a little song about Tim McGraw and Teardrops on My Guitar and our song and all of this, like, the Should Have Said No, the Picture to Burn. Like, these are big songs Mm -hmm. still. And so Mm -hmm. it's not, like, someone's, like, EP that's, like, unknown still. Like, these are still huge parts of her career that it's – it's kind of like weird that she didn't, especially because she successfully played should have said no in reputation and mm-hmm. everyone knew the song there. So she should feel like secure in believing that her fans yeah. and average listeners like no debut well enough. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like I would see I could have. I wouldn't have expected like the full six song set for that era, but it was like she could have tagged that in when she was like, you want to go back to high school with me? And she could have done 15 or something, you know? Yes.
0: Yeah. So I'm like I'm looking at the set list because it was long and I'm sure she was like wrecking her brain. What can she take in? What can she take out? I know it was hard, but if she's going to say she's taking us on from beginning to end, take us to the very beginning, like where it all started. She could have taken out – tolerate it. She could have taken out like my tears ricochet or, you know, there's so many. You need to calm down. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You need to calm down. Like delicate. Like she could have taken out some of these songs to fit in at least one song from debut. Yeah. She fit in enchanted. Let's fit in at least one recurring debut song. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because like she did one sort of mashup where she blended August into um Ah, what is it? The, Elicit the cheating Affairs. song, Illicit Affairs. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you could have just given like a chorus of mm-hmm. teardrops or something. Like, even if you didn't want to do a full production, there's so many touch points where there, mm-hmm. you know, you could make you could blend fearless into this, or you know, kind of give yeah. something. And mm-hmm. so it is like, I do want to know why.
0: <laughs> yeah. And if she didn't want to give a lot of omit like homage to her first three albums. She could have just had that as one chapter.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, like her country era, because
0: speak- there was really no country in this. Like, yeah. I mean, the only country for us, I, I, like, I'm trying to look at the set list that was like truly country was our bonus "Fearless" song. probably. But, oh, yeah. Well,
1: yeah. I think "Fearless." That, that's yeah. the thing. She she dresses up "Fearless," "You Belong with Me," and "Love Story" to be more pop versions. Mm-hmm. So it's not the original production. But those are the most country it got. I mean,
0: aside from our bonus songs, which... Yeah. Her most country album was her debut, though. Yeah. (laughs) The most country was debut. And then she got a little more pop and fearless. She's always been a little pop country princess. Yeah. Like, from the beginning. But she should have, like... You know, the fact that, like, when I think of her concert that we went to, she played Cowboy Like Me, and that was the most country (laughs) song on the whole set list. I was just kind of like, okay. Okay. I know. I know. I was waiting for her to
1: do like a costume change and come out in cowboy boots and her hat and be like, hey, y'all, like I'm Taylor, Mm -hmm. you know, like I thought that would have been so fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just like a nice reminder of how far she's come. And to just like show like, you know, how hard she fought to get here and like how much she's given to the world of music where it's like these are still important songs people enjoy. But mm-hmm. yeah, and it was she kind of interesting. Painted a nail for debut.
0: Yeah. To not paint a nail yeah. for debut <laughs> if you're not gonna sing debut. Exactly. <laughs> the audacity, honestly. <laughs> um but yeah,
1: so that was kind of the first quarter quarter. And then yes. she Left and there's
0: she, a big stage change. Yeah, she did all these guys, all these by chapter, so all by yeah. acts and chapters. So act one was lover, act two is fearless, and so on and so forth. There were ten acts. Yeah, you know, but not ten eras. Yeah,
1: because yeah. then we got evermore, which open with a really cool like Mm -hmm. trees rising from the stage and I was like oh trees we're getting willow we're getting out of the woods is this Mm 1989 is this like what is it and then it was tis the damn season and I was like wait what (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
0: but it is a fun song so I I wasn't mad about it yeah I wasn't mad about it either and it's just so interesting because we both were very open about we couldn't see how Taylor would do a stadium tour yeah. with Folklore, Evermore, and honestly, surprised how she did it. Yeah, you know that she was like, "I'm, I'm gonna calm things down. I'm taking yeah. my shoes off. I'm going to <laughs> relax a bit, and I'm gonna sing yeah. these songs that I wrote. She's gonna through. Ca- crawl 22. through the
1: mist with her little witch <laughs> clan. Rich. Yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> sing Willow, and then Marjorie, um, and then she settled down at the piano. And I was like, oh, this is Champagne Problems. Like, it has to be. Like, Mm -hmm. there's literally no other choice but Champagne Problems. And Mm -hmm. I was right. And you're totally right. She recognized the importance. She even said, like, her speech was about how she didn't know when she'd be able to perform these songs or if people would want them to be performed. And they were just, like, going to be made to be, you know, kind of this, like, one-off. And she's like, the first song that made me think this could be a stadium is Champagne Problems. And I was like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And I love that she's like right before the bridge she's like let's go like she gets it (laughs) yeah she knows what we were
0: there for and it's just so
1: beautiful I loved it um and then it was kind of she did something that I don't feel like she's done I mean she's always been really theatrical Mm -hmm. but when she switches to tolerate it it's like this really quiet sort of almost like modern dance almost like something you'd see in So You Think You Can Dance, where she's
0: mm-hmm. yes, having that this is. like
1: quiet production with this guy at the table as she puts
0: on this little skit for us. Yeah. Cause I think like her most theatrical one was Speak Now to me. I felt like Speak yeah. Now was very theatrical. And all of her concerts have these theatrical elements, but that yeah. was definitely like she was setting a table. She was polishing her Furniture. Yeah. She was crawling on the table, like it definitely was. a So you think you can dance? Yeah, vibe. That one hundred percent.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it was it probably captivated. nice for her to sit down, you know, and just just calm de- calmly sing for a little bit. um yeah. But it was also like fun, a little creative break, I think. um mm. But my favorite chapter was the next because she disappears oh. for a costume change, yeah. and then the snake flashes, and the whole. Like, I just have to say there's something so, what's the word? I just feel so, like, validated when people get excited about reputation and especially, like, the snake imagery and the Look What You Made Me Do and all these songs that they were making fun of when it happened and they were saying, like, this is bad. This Mm -hmm. is never going to be good. This tour is going to be a total failure. Like, ew, this is the worst single she's ever done. And so to hear (laughs) the way that that stadium just, like, roared back to life when that, when that – it was clear that that was what was coming was the snake and she had mm-hmm. on a sexy, like, red heel and she was – there was the sound of her walking towards the stage. Heels, yeah. Yeah. And then she pops out and she sings
0: ready for it. It's like, yes. You just, like, yes. feel that. <laughs> and then she's in this, like, full-body unit – I don't know what it's called. Yeah, like full-body suit. Yeah. Full-body suit with one leg just showing through. And it's yeah. like, dang, like – Yes, like she came back and I didn't know she would be so heavy on Reputation. She sang four yeah. songs because she just toured it five years ago. Yeah. But I wasn't mad. I, yeah. I like Reputation. Now, I know. I was surprised to hear
1: Delicate, I think. Yeah. We just, talked I about just, that. It's always, yeah, it's always been like a song I'm fine with.
0: I thought she was going to play Delicate because I went through like, okay, this yeah. is going to be the best, the top like singles people yeah. people know. And you're like, no, we can leave just Delicate out no. of it. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I know you were right. Like it is her favorite song and I should have accepted that. But I was like, I would have rather had like other songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, even if we were, even if we, she wanted to keep it slow, I think dancing with our hands tied or something that she mm-hmm. didn't do the full treatment for on reputation would have been fun to see here, get like a mm-hmm. full stage, you know, production. Um, and Don't Blame Me was an interesting one, too, because that, too, she had just done, like, on Reputation Tour so stunningly and, like, yeah. hugely that it was sort of, like, I don't know. It it was it, it just surprised me that that was the one she gravitated back to, mm-hmm. but I think it's because she likes singing it, and she's great yeah. at it, so.
0: To, it wasn't, like, a disappointment,
1: this- but it was, like, a surprise.
0: Yeah. And then, I mean, the production for Look What You Made Me Do, though. I love like, that. You guys, she had like on the screen, all of these different um, like tailors in these glass boxes, like glass boxes. Think um, ready for it? No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The music yeah. video ready for it. Yeah. Think
0: ready for it when she's looking at herself in the glass, putting her hand up. Like, so these, all these different like Taylor, Taylor like eras. Doubles, Taylor basically. Looks yeah. In the screen. And it's all her. It's all her, and she's, like, making – they're all, like, uniformly doing these movements, which I'm thinking also, like, post – like, pre-production. Like, everything she went in to do this pre-production of, like, filming all of the stuff. Like, we – I was, like, how did she do this since November? Like, how – like, that's just so much. And then her backup dancers come up into these glass boxes, in all these different eras, these Mm -hmm. different looks, and interesting enough, like – and I don't know if this is an Easter egg, but – the first glass box she runs up to is "Speak Now," and she's mm. banging on it, and it that "Speak Now" doesn't come out. So then she goes to "Fearless," and "Fearless" gets out. And then she mm. goes to like all these up, like I, I think "Red," and then "Red" comes out. So it was very interesting. Like, someone pointed out on TikTok that like "Speak Now" does not come out. Yeah, like, it's there. So it's like I don't know. But like just the dancing, the production of it, I was yeah I, the I, costumes. It was so cute. It was so fun. Yeah, I really liked that part. Me One too. because I love that
1: song, but it was like a really cool production element,
0: mm-hmm. and it
1: like made sense. Like it tied in the era, it tied in the like battle for her masters, it
0: tied in like the song itself, and the I music just like video. yeah, the climbing Taylor's go- trying yeah. to get to the rep. Like it climbed in so much. Like yeah, and if you weren't like a full full Swifty, maybe you would like oh this is cool because it's the eras, but like it just all these like tie-ins. Yeah, was, like oh yeah. I got that. I yeah. Got that. Yes. Yeah, it was good.
1: And then, and then
0: like, we need it oh, first because yeah. this is te- this is making me think of back to the very the, the opening the song right before she kicks off the tour and it reminds me of look what you made me do. With oh, all these, yeah. Like things. It's you don't own me. Yeah. And it's like oh you don't own me. I know. That you takes me back a, to uh, First Wives done. Club. Yes. I was like yes,
1: I love this movie. I Love this song. It is yes. interesting to watch. Gen Z be like, what is this song? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they like, oh, it makes sense because Scooter Braun and Scott pruschetta don't yeah. own Taylor. But it's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so sorry on that. <laughs> I had to go back because it reminded me of, look what you made me no, do. I agree. Yeah, and like the whole theme of this whole era is it just ties mm-hmm. everything in. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. Then she she comes into- out in a gorgeous dress, yes. Yes.
1: absolutely gorgeous ball gown. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see her strip it off and like reveal something because I feel like that's something that's like a note of hers is like these dramatic costume changes. And I thought like, oh, she's singing Enchanted. This is beautiful. Maybe next she'll do like, you know, something more snarky off of Speak Now and she'll like get this like moment to strip off the princess dress and like sing whatever but that was it. She just like waltzes back and I'm like, excuse me, miss,
0: like, um, come back, please. Can we talk (laughs) about the dress? So this is a sequins tall ball gown that, um, I think was done by, um, like Robert Cavalli's group. And Mm. it took over 350 hours of handwork. They use these chiffon like micro beading and Mm. like, and there's so much, so much like crystals throughout all the sets but this one had so it was just amazing but 350 hours of work i'm just kind of like what that yeah
1: well i guess it makes sense they didn't rip it off but i just you know it reminded me of like the wildest dreams enchanted mashup and then her transitioning into um out of the woods during 1989 Mm -hmm. tour and she just like takes off the skirt and suddenly is in this bodysuit so i was expecting like something to happen because i was like of course she's gonna do more than one song (laughs) yeah right (laughs) no no love for speak now no i know which is interesting i want to sit down and talk to her about why she doesn't like speak now
0: or debut or debut especially since speak now is her the first album she's solely written and yeah herself you'd think she would be like this is that I want to pay homage to this.
1: Well, and Sorry. you have like Mean. Like Mean was a huge song. Mean yeah. was such a huge song for her. And I don't it's think like, she would play that. Yeah, I thought it would be fun. I, I knew Dear John was a stretch, but I thought mm-hmm. that would have been a really cool number. Um, yeah. Sparks Fly, Mine, like any of these I think would have fit and people mm-hmm. would know it. So I do just want to know like Miss Taylor, how did you <laughs> – dr taylor paging dr taylor like what what happened here
0: Yeah. but what so i think um it it might be metallica my my nieces and my uncle are going to glendale in like a month i think to see metallica or one of those like scream pop bands um and they're doing like they're they're doing like a set list a and a set list b so Mm -hmm. a night is different than b night but like it rotates A B A right. B A B A, And I'm just like, that's something. I know Taylor's like rehearses on and on and on and. Yeah. This is something she could have done. Yeah. She could have given us. And, and it would have, not that she needed it, but it just would have increased like people's like anxiety to get tickets because yeah. of different set lists. Cause like she does like different bonus songs and she does different outfits. Like she changes yeah. the, those setup like different colorings for the outfits. But I really was since she has so many songs, that would have been a really smart move. Like yeah. at least changing up, a, like okay, I'm doing one song from Enchanted from Speak Now this time, but tomorrow I'm doing three songs from Speak Now and only one song from Fear- Fearless or yeah. something like that. I,
1: I know. Been... I'm sure it was just like too much of a. I I wouldn't be able to keep it keep it straight, you know. Like if I yeah. was a performer, but Versus yeah, Taylor. I feel like it is. Yeah, she can. <laughs> Yeah, it will be interesting to see like if she does a documentary or a tour video, like mm-hmm. if she explains a little bit more about like how she picked what to do. Because I do just like, if any if nothing else, I just find it fascinating to think of her like parsing through these first five albums or so.
0: And I remember you asking me if you think she's going to do like a documentary. And I was like, oh, she'll probably do like like a video like Reputation. But now that you're talking about that, I think she really should do a documentary because there's so much going into this of decisions yeah. of, you know, artwork down to the set list. Like, do one, Taylor. I agree. I know. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, but then she moves into the Red Arrow. She comes out in her 22, you know, Esk. inspired costume yeah. from the music video. And that was fun because, again, it's the nostalgia factor, similar to the Look What You Made Me Do moment. Like, it's mm-hmm. just – this full circle moment to see her like, and, and 22 is such a bop. Like, I'm glad she recognizes that, that she like owns an entire year of people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like every birthday on planet earth features this song. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm happy for her. And that red era, it was like hit after hit. Like mm-hmm. we are never, ever getting back together. I knew you were trouble. Like those are, they completely changed the game for her. They proved she mm-hmm. could do pop. And I'm glad she did that, but when you have such a huge album and she even opens the set being like, this album allowed me to like try new things, I did expect maybe a little bit more, but Mm -hmm. the problem is you have the 10-minute
0: version of All Too Well taking up half of the set. (laughs) And she promised that. That was the only spoiler anybody knew that she was like, and of course, you know, I'm going to play the 10-minute version of All Too Well. Yeah. I saw a... Blind to Item on TikTok where someone was like Taylor's considering cutting back just to the regular All Too Well to fit in some more to fit in three more songs and I'm like "Mm, I wonder how true that is because I don't think it's true but yeah
1: and it was a really fun moment like having that ten
0: minute version getting to sing it like
1: yes it was as the patriarchy yeah
0: you know and then like your lovers you know. I get younger and I stay the same age. Yeah. Or I'm not. I know I'm not doing a lyric right, but like there's so many like lyrics that people are just like yeah. have been wanting to just scream at the top of their lungs, and it was yeah. great. It was very cathartic.
1: Yeah, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, were you surprised by the red choices, or were you happy? No, with it? because
0: remember, I mean, I was very, um, I guess, realistic when we were doing our our set list, and I was like, yeah. okay. These two, I did. I don't think I picked 22, but I was like, we were never ever getting back together. I knew you were in trouble. Yeah. Those are – one of those are going to be – if we're only picking one or two, like, those are it because those are her, her hot singles. Yeah. I was not. But, like, I do get where you're, you're coming from. Like, I've been to so many, like, Taylor Swift shows where I've heard these over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm – I mean, I'm not complaining enough that I won't go to another Taylor Swift show. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, <laughs> I'm going three more.
1: <laughs> I know. I am just curious why the decision to not do mashups – um, mm-hmm. like maybe she just, <clears throat> like maybe she just didn't want to fit in more songs, which is understandable, but also, I mean, she did allow these songs to breathe and kind of prove mm-hmm. a point that she has this like master catalog. Um, but it was interesting that this is the only tour where she
0: has, didn't do mashups and it's like, there's not the only tour. She started doing mashups, I think in 1989. So she just started right. doing mashups, yeah. but only tour where she was uh, had risen to that and to yeah Spain, where and <laughs> she had had reached such a huge pivotal point in her career where her discography was just huge and so yeah. it's hard to really fit in every single one of the. and maybe that's why she didn't do bash yeah because she's saying all the singles that we that we're excited about yeah. that she mashes up like that's probably yeah. why <laughs> yeah probably and we're right here being yeah. like okay you were like you know feeding us from like What's it called? Like, like we're just like being inundated, like yeah, flooded with Taylor Swift songs, and we're like Taylor, those were not the like, songs we yeah. wanted.
1: Come on, it. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, if she had chosen like State of Grace or um, she did State of Grace as a bonus, song. treacherous, then it'd yeah. be like people would be mad that she didn't choose, you know, Last Kiss or whatever it is. So yeah. it is like an impossible thing to do. Um, yeah. But it was a fun, it was a fun set. Very energetic. Yeah. And yeah. then she came out with the folklore set, which honestly was the most like breathtaking to me. She has mm-hmm. the, the folk, the long pond cottage or whatever you call it. The, I don't know, the folklore cottage. Mm-hmm. But, um, and she sings invisible string, which was so beautiful and such a nice, yeah. like a, a really beautiful set and like um, imagery on the stage and stuff. And that was a fun one. Betty, she obviously sang The Last that Great was American Country. Dynasty. Oh yeah. yeah, Betty. That was Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she did Betty, August and Cardigan across this, but it's like her biggest set cuz she did Betty Last Great American Dynasty with like a full dance sequence, August, and then bled into illicit affairs and then My mm-hmm. Tears
0: Ricochet and then Cardigan. Yeah, so she did and, 7 yeah. and then if you, if you include this, um, she, she had that spoken interlude of seven into invisible strings. Oh, so she didn't sing yeah. seven, but she like, said right. the yeah. lyrics, which I love those lyrics. If yeah. you know me, you know, um, and then she went an in invisible string. So like she did seven and That's she did right. seven yeah. midnights. I was kind of shocked, that she like, they were equal. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, I, again,
1: like Folklore is such a great album Mm, and I would have loved Mirrorball because I think that would have been such a stunning like Mm -hmm. like visual opportunity Mm -hmm. um but I I'm not mad at this lineup because they're all like such great songs Mm -hmm. and it was fun to get the
0: full I knew she had to somehow fit in because I remember we were talking Mm -hmm. on our last episode I was like Betty, August, and Cardigan. I, yeah. I know it's not going to be enough time, but she's gonna. She has to do something with the <laughs> three of them. She has yeah, to. She I don't did. know how, but she has to. And you know, she obviously. She's
1: like fine, Ashley. Here, I'll give yes. them all. <laughs> yes, she gave them all to us. I don't gave them yeah. all. You know what's funny is probably the most like, not disappointing again, but kind of the like most, kind of like oh moment for me was mm-hmm. the 1989 set which is Mm -hmm. interesting because I love 1989. Yeah. But something about coming off of folklore and the rest of the eras before this and then getting 1989, you just like realize how like sugar pop a lot of that album is. Mm -hmm. And like, yes, they're like so fun, like blank space, shake it off, love it. But there's like less meat to it, I guess, in some ways. Um, And even the set here felt kind of like, I don't know. It wasn't as like magical or like beautiful or outstanding as I would have expected, mm-hmm. or as mm-hmm. the
0: other al- eras had been. Um, There's a lot of dimension in yeah. the other ones because, like during Red, we had 22. We we're never getting back together, and then I knew your trouble, which was very much of that pop sugar stuff. But then you had All Too Well, like it yeah. was like that there was that meat, and in all these they have like the dimension, even like in in lover we did get you need to calm down and the man but we got you know lover and archer and cruel summer so yeah. i do feel like there wasn't that dimension within 1989 it all kept yeah. us at like one high level which i'm like looking at it and she did she spaced out folklore like maybe she should have done red into 1989 and then did folklore mm. yeah. and then into midnight it's like i'm just thinking about like maybe it was the the vibe of it all like going yeah to, to cardigan something so chill to like let's hear some popcorn yeah and here's some you know cotton candy like let's just throw all the sugar at you and all the snacks
1: yeah like even the visuals like weren't that Mm-mm. like they she had like light up there was some like cityscape vibes in the background yeah. and then she had like light up bicycles and I did love yeah. yeah I did love the um the oh, blink space sorry the blink space um the hit cars. me with a hit me with a uh, golf club yes I liked that but I did feel like there was less like unity in the visuals or kind of like you know like mm-hmm. last great American dynasty she has people in pretty dresses like going around twirling and here they were just like sort of biking around her but it wasn't like I don't know it just kind of felt like oh we've got to do something like let's just put some bikes mm-hmm. on the stage and I kind of wish there'd been something like bolder or more interesting Mm -hmm. but it was still fun like i love shake it off i'm never gonna complain about shake it off no i wonder if she
0: hates shake it off though (laughs) you know that there's artists who are like oh these songs that i play i'm just like I, i don't like them because i have to play them every single time yeah i wonder if that if shake it off is like that and if and what other songs are like that for her too, you yeah. know? Like, is Love Story kind of like that for her too? Like, oh, I've seen this a million times. I
1: know, but then no one's asking you to play that, Taylor. Like, you can mm. play A Deeper Cut and people will still show up to your show. Like, that's what mm. I don't understand is she She needs to trust that people okay, know but her stuff.
0: Shelby, what would that one guy do? <laughs> At every concert, at once a tour, who is planning on proposing to his girlfriend? To I know. love story. That I know. It did happen. Yeah, good love for her. them. Do she said do she likes her. to
1: write instructions on how to propose. So yeah, it worked. <laughs> she has a great track record for that. Yes, um, just for that. And I did love Bad Blood. Very sexy. Very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually I'm trying to remember what she did because now I'm thinking of um, Vigilante shit what was bad blood like what was the set vibe let me see <laughs> bad blood Bad blood. what's she wearing, I should she's, know, wearing a too. she's wearing her... what is she even wearing for 1989 like that's what i mean it was like somehow forgettable in a way is that the t-shirt era no because that's
0: she that's right a t-shirt that, that, for lavender the t-shirt haze. is in lavender haze and then they she takes it off yeah she takes it off. Um, I see, This is where I'm kind of like, I should know. I think this she's wearing stuff. like a black,
1: like a black glitter onesie or something.
0: Oh, she's wearing like that. The, the she wore a lot of like. Oh, one the, the like green.
1: No, she was wearing the green
0: and pink. She was wearing the <gasps> green two piece. She was wearing the high like waisted it outfits. It yeah, yes, like shake it off. Very reminiscent of her style. Yeah. And then every single tour, That's she right. like she has a pink one, she has a green one. I think she might have another one color too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. And then she so went many into costumes the changes, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> then
0: she went into the the dress. She gets changed, and she gets into the uh, f- a flowy dress yeah. that kind of shows her shoulders, and she goes to the um, surprise song. Surprise she has a guitar songs. surprise yeah. song and a piano surprise song. Yeah. And so in Glendale, it was Miraball and Tim McGraw, and the second night was This Is Me Trying in State of Grace, Vegas, night one, Oof, our songs on the good. Beach, and um, for ours, Cowboy Like Me, <sighs> and yeah. with Marcus Mumford and Whitehorse. Yeah, that's a
1: it's a sad comparison. I I love mm. I would have loved either of those Glendale Nights. I think White yeah. Horse just has never been like my favorite, and then Cowboy Like Me is literally like one of my least favorites. But
0: <laughs> no, me too, me too. And I I wonder like how did she choose? Was it because Marcus was in town and she's it like, just let's play like, that yeah. one?
1: It seemed really haphazard like it seemed very unrehearsed like Mm -hmm. there was no spotlight set like she didn't know how to get him off the stage he like had to walk a mile up land and (laughs) it was pretty funny um yeah but it was like fun to see her vibing with her friends and I think that's sort of what to expect I don't think she'll ever do like the 1989 style like sing one of their songs big production Mm -hmm. sing one of her songs like you know, I think it'll be more like if her friend's in town, she'll bring him up type thing. Which makes me really excited for
0: California. Yeah. I'm like yeah. what guest stars are we going to see in California and New York? You know, yeah. like all these, these bigger cities, the East Coast and the West Coast. What's what's going on? And maybe in, I don't know, maybe in Texas too. I don't know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> maybe. I don't know who she likes down here, but <laughs> <laughs> but then you get the famous dive into the stage. A belly flop, not a dive. A belly flop. <laughs> it's a belly flop into whatever she's diving into. That's how I dive. But she still has to dive. Like I'm. Oh, yeah. I'm impressed by the physicality and the mental courage
0: because I would be mm-hmm. like, it's a, it's a lot. But <laughs> I wish she would. She gave us a little more insight because I remember before Reputation, she showed us like that shoot. How she, yeah. like, okay, we're going to get into this little roller coaster thing. And it, like, shot her under to, like, one of the B stage or wherever, wherever she was going. I'm sure that's exactly. It, I'm like, ah. Oh. Like, I wish she would just be like, hey, you guys, isn't this cool? Let's see me yeah. do this. I'm jumping into that. <laughs> or maybe that's going yeah. to be on the documentary. Yeah, exactly. She's saving all that footage.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> but I, that was, like, one of the things that had been spoiled for me. So I was – I. I, I had been told like, oh, and she like swims. And oh so I was gosh. like expecting something. And yes. then I saw everyone start to freak out. And like the guys in front of us were like, oh, it's happening, it's happening. So I like watched it and I was kind of like, oh, mm
0: That's it. <laughs> like yeah. Like- someone <laughs> yeah. someone messaged me and she's like, I heard here Taylor Swift swims underneath her catwalk. Yeah. I'm like, she doesn't swim. She yeah. I like, be realistic. So what she does, you guys, and if you've seen it, she jumps in, and then the lights on the stage make it appear yeah, labels, as if though yeah. she is swimming swimming to the main stage. Yeah, but you, you know she probably just belly flopped there. She was getting changed, and then she came up on the catwalk and like, the, like in one of the like lifts that they have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, fine. <laughs> it's like, guys.
1: but it is like, yeah, she loves it. She loves to make a splash, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Literally. she did it. Um, and then we got the final. Mm -hmm. final act with did that was that before 1989 or was no no so she she, does that it's it's because
0: she's she's doing the piano song and when she's on the piano you see water rushing underneath the piano and so then that water um comes into like this you know a whole like ocean and then she right Jumps in with her dress on that she's wearing her long flowy dress,
1: and then transitions and then, right into lavender haze.
0: Yeah, like I think we have some kind of like uh yeah 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 you know, video, and then she comes out with her um her her long t shirt on. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. 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 And that was a fun mix of songs. Um, we got mm-hmm. lavender haze, antihero, midnight rain, vigilante mm-hmm. shit, bejeweled, and mastermind. And then she ended with Karma.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Which you guessed.
1: I did. I guessed it. You did. It's kind of like hard to end a to end a tour of that mm. magnitude. It's like you've been basically doing these these show ending songs, like these showstopper songs throughout it. That it's sort of like it. It kind of like just kind of ends. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. feel as as big. Yeah. Yeah, mm. did you feel that, or was I just being?
0: Tired? It definitely was not. <laughs> this is why. This is why we can't have nice things. And, yeah. Um, I figure what she makes it up, but it definitely wasn't that. Like you know, she she's saying hero vigilante ship, bejeweled, and then it's karma, and I was like, okay, and that's done. yeah. <laughs> okay, I could. Say she's like, remarks. well, guys,
1: thanks. Like, I'll give a later. give a cheer for my band. Yeah, and it's like, I just think of 19.9 and her like her whole stage like just spinning as she's singing Mm -hmm. Shake It Off and there's like fireworks going left and right. And like, again, this is why you can't have nice things. There's this huge, you know, splash pad. Like Mm -hmm. she's just like – so there's something like big and elemental about it. Mm -hmm. And this like – I was surprised there wasn't that much confetti and there wasn't like the same sort of pyrotechnics I was expecting.
0: Because usually the confetti goes up uh, at least to the lower bowl.
1: Yeah. Like I want confetti. And it's usually like – like just endless confetti for like – 10 like 30 seconds straight but this was
0: just like poof, pew, pew pew pew
1: and it's like yeah. oh okay pew, pew,
0: pew, pew, pew. Yeah. Yeah. one thing that was cute though was she incorporated that bejewel dance into her cho- yeah, choreogra- choreography so i thought it, it was, was cool cute. like that that cute little like boy who created it he's like oh that's me
1: i know that's i hope me. she acknowledges it somehow like has she talked to him or commented on the
0: tiktok at all i don't know i know that i don't know actually, i actually have no yeah. idea if he's like i know he's probably like, like... i know she's probably liked it Oh, I'm okay. sure she's liked it. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. Like, what would be really cute is if she found out what show he was going to, yeah. and then invited him up on the catwalk, like to like do it with him, and then like make him turn around and go back down. But that would yeah. be that. That would be really cute.
1: Yeah. I hope she does something like that because obviously TikTok is like the land of stolen dances but that's like yeah it's like the one two three let's go bitch girl like Taylor Mm -hmm. owes something to this person you know like and she met that she met that girl who did that sound and I feel like she must acknowledge him whenever he goes to his show wherever that is Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. because it was cute yeah and it was fun and it was like you know Again, Midnight, so you have a lot of songs that you could have chosen. I cannot believe she skipped Maroon. I literally <laughs> cannot believe it.
0: when you think of TikTok and all the songs that kind of like went more viral on TikTok, Maroon, like people just loved it and they were like singing it. And I'm like, yes, we need Maroon. But we I think it was
1: it. like number two on mm-hmm. the Billboard chart. Like, Is I, there a yeah. song
0: that you would I would have replace. switched Midnight
1: Rain. I would have yeah. switched... I love Midnight Rain, too, and it's Mm. such a fun sing-along. But if I was was deciding between those two, I would have done Maroon. Yeah. I think it's just, like, so good.
0: Especially since, like, Visualization, Antihero, and Midnight Rain are all little, little, like, peppy. Yeah. It would have been good to, like, put Maroon in. Because Maroon isn't a vibe killer at all. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it builds. And
1: it's like, Mm -hmm. yes. And it crescendos. And she gets to say, like... You know, oh, it would have been so good. Like I even like I had talked to my sister like a month ago and I was like,
0: if she doesn't do maroon, I'm going to just like jump off a building. <laughs> okay, let's go jump off a building and you can give me your the rest of your um your tickets for the floor.
1: I was like and everyone's like, Oh, she'll do it as a surprise song for sure. And I'm like, Yeah, that's great.
0: But I'm sure it'll sound
1: beautiful, but I wanted the production. I wanted yeah. the same instrumental energy I wanted that moment you know Mm -hmm. and there was so much like I don't know there's just something cliche about dancing with umbrellas at this point because didn't she do that for how you get the girl too like she did the rainy light up light up umbrellas yeah and I'm pretty sure she even did a costume change with them and so it was just kind of like okay yeah yeah so it was like yeah Mm -hmm. okay recycling Mm -hmm. I guess we love a (laughs)
0: but you should have done that in 1989 made more (laughs) sense in the bikes (laughs) Yeah.
1: so that was my one complaint like yeah it would have been fun to hear what it could have should have or like I literally just forgot every single song on Midnight's but that was the one where I was like if I could change anything in this tour one single song I would have put Maroon in
0: Yeah. like even before
1: Holy Ground even before New Romantics I would have traded out Maroon
0: yeah, I know. I, I like, am right there with you. What yeah. if, I, I actually was kind of surprised she didn't – she sung Midnight Rain. I liked oh, yeah. it. But Maroon Ugh. just deserves a spot.
1: Maybe that's proof that it is about, like, an ex-boyfriend and not a love song to Joe and their tortured first relationship months. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, I can't sing about Jake Hall anymore. She's like, no, thank you.
0: But she, Midnight Rain is literally about an ex-boyfriend too. So. I know, but it's
1: like – I'm better than you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm as far as like you. bonus tracks, were you surprised she didn't do like I Bet You Think About Me or
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh and maybe she will do I Bet You Think About Me, but it doesn't look like she's doing any bonus tracks for the bonus songs. Yeah. I really wanted I Bet You Think About Me and yeah. like Mr. Perfectly Fine. Those are the two where I'm like, Ugh, Yeah. Oh,
1: they're yeah, so, and- yes. so good. Mr. Perfectly Fine Keychain is so good.
0: But like, and I'm also like, but I bet you think about me got a music video, like yeah. was an actual single, was yeah. not just a bonus song. We got a music video, like would have loved it. Yeah. Would have loved it, but. I know. It's not me I mean, when me. you have
1: 200 songs, it's, it's tough to please everyone or to do everything. Yeah. Um, it was just kind of like, I feel like when you do give us a 44 song track list, it does open the window to be like, well. Why mm-hmm. didn't you include this instead yeah. of this type thing? Mm-hmm. So there's just like more opportunity to switch things out and maybe, you know, like I said, I'm not disappointed, but it was like, huh, little, little, little <laughs> pauses in my enjoyment <laughs> where I was like, I wanna know. I wanna know what she was thinking when she built yeah. this. Like, I'd love to understand it. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably appreciate it more that way.
0: Well, one thing I wanna know is we did have a friend, Leah, who took a bathroom break. Through this, I don't remember oh, yeah. when she took her bathroom break, but if you were looking at the set list, because you guys, as we all know, Taylor Swift <laughs> concerts are all full of just tons and tons of women. Yeah. I end up having to go into like before the set, before the show started into the male <laughs> room to, to use their restroom. Where would you tell someone to go to the bathroom?
1: I mean, I guess I'd say like whatever song you don't care about because she does full songs. So you have mm-hmm. two to three minutes to get it done mm-hmm. during a yeah. single song you don't enjoy. But I'd I say think just like just bring a
0: diaper and pee in the diaper. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I probably – the guys in front of us left during Shake It Off and I was like – at first I was like, that's rude. But then I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I can see that being a good bathroom break song because yeah. – I don't want to say overplayed, but it's like, it's not like she's doing a big, it's not like the last great American dynasty where there's something else going on on stage. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just shake it off.
0: Yeah. So I feel like I heard, 1989 has some good break songs. I heard someone say the all, 10 minute version of All Too Well. I was like, no. I mean, like, because you know that when they go into, when when you leave, you're going to come back to the 10 minute version of All Too Well. You're not going to miss any miss other songs. <laughs> yeah. Like, No. Yeah, I disagree, Uh, Mm -hmm. but if Mm -hmm. that's your prerogative, uh, sure. shake it off. Yeah. Shake it off. My next one. She also,
1: I guess a good time would be that transition between Red Era and Folklore Mm. because that is probably the longer break, I feel like. Yeah. Because she sings, she does the spoken word seven. Mm -hmm. So that's like at least 45 seconds right there. And then there's all the like costume change around Mm. it.
0: Yeah, or between tolerate it and reputation because there's that snake that that's going oh, yeah. in, and you
1: see a lot of the the visual. That was a long one
0: too. So but that's pretty either early after tolerate it or <laughs> um right after blank space or yeah. after all too well. You should go pee.
1: <laughs> so you saw one week. The next week, do you feel like you need a break, or you like I could go again like this weekend, like. How how do you feel being faced with three more shows down your pipeline or two? Um, three more shows. Three more
0: shows. Yeah. Three more shows down the pipeline. They're spaced out really well because my my next one's um, the 22nd of yeah. April. And then it's the 13th of May. And then I have a whole break of the summer. Mm, yeah. And August 9th is my last one. So I, I feel like what was so exhausting for me was not only like getting dressed and standing up for three hours, but I drove – 10 hours yeah. one way and then I drove six hours the other way like there was a lot of traffic coming back from Vegas like yeah if I would if I could just go hop on a quick flight yeah and someone gave me tickets every single weekend I'd be like I'd go I'm there <laughs> I'm there would. and I wouldn't feel like the pressure to have to like stand up and dance during every yeah. single thing like yeah I would know the ends up out of, like okay I don't I've seen this so many times I can go pee yeah. If I got free tickets, yeah. I have free tickets. But yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I I I feel like I have like a month to recoup before April, then like a yeah. few weeks, and then I have like the whole summer. Yeah. To like just kind of like, whew, yeah. You know, because I'm exhausted. It is Tuesday. <laughs> I know. And I'm exhausted. <laughs> I've been through I'm, it. <laughs> my
1: age is showing, you guys. <laughs> but I did mean to ask you, like when we were in town together, did yeah. you feel like was the energy as For you, like, was your energy as, like, hyped going into your second time watching this three-hour show Mm. as it was the first time slash compared to seeing
0: back-to-back shows of Reputation? Oh, because I have seen back-to-back shows of Reputation. Um, I feel like I was still really excited, and I don't know if that was because – of the group I was with, you know, the six of us went there. Lee and I got you guys all swag bags. Yeah. We, like, made you guys outfits. We had – we all got and ready together. we all together. didn't know what was
1: going on. Yeah. Yes. So you got to kind of – Yeah. It was like a mom on Christmas. You got to like watch
0: us react to the show and stuff. <laughs> exactly. And then like we had like fun plans. We had fun times. And I feel like the energy in Glendale was just unmatched – The crowd was just amazing. Their energy, they're all dressed up. I felt like I was like in Disneyland, Tokyo. Yeah, Um, Like it was just like amazing. And the crowd at, and Vegas was just as like excited, but the vibe was a little bit different because not everybody Mm. was dressed up. So I felt like I was at Disneyland the first time. And the second time it was just like a different feeling because I was with all six of you and I wasn't with my husband and we were just like dancing and having a great time. So I feel like... um, I feel like they were both, like, so different in vibes for me because of who I went with.
1: Yeah. That's
0: Um, true. But could I do back-to-back shows? Yes. Yeah. Not as easily as reputation. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like –
1: I think I was just, like, tired. Like, I was a little bit – I didn't sleep well and I was, like – Mm-hmm. Feeling the like you know short little jet lag of going back two hours, and so I was like, oh man, three yes. hours is starting to feel long. Yes, yes, <laughs> but, yes.
0: But it, is it was over, so fun. It was, yeah, what, it was one o'clock in the morning for you, and <laughs> in Houston, and then we had to walk all the way home. And yeah, then, like didn't get to bed till one, which is <laughs> probably like three a.m. in Houston. So yeah, yeah, yeah I, I feel that for you. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I think I. Like I'm still excited for my shows that I get to go mm-hmm. see still, but it is like, it it's less. Like you do need a recharge. I need a recharge period. I think because yes. it is like, oh, that's an undertaking. You know. Yeah, it was that's definitely. It.
0: And if it wasn't, if you guys weren't there, if I was going to land going with Lance to this show, like it would still be fun. It would still yeah. be amazing. But the energy you guys all brought really yeah. charged me too. <laughs> and like we were all getting ready together. Uh, we were walking Vegas and having people stare at us. It was like really <laughs> yeah, fun. It was, fun. It, was, it was unmatched for sure. It was a
1: good time. Yeah. Um, and that's like we don't get to go together again unless we get surprise
0: tickets to I know. Houston. I um The one thing that I do think is cool is so the first – like in Glendale they had a drink and it was like the lavender haze drink mm, yeah. and then so I was telling our group about it and they went to go get it and they're like there's no lavender haze drink I'm like oh there's a lover drink so I think every single stadium they're going to cycle through different uh, eras of cocktails so if yeah, you guys drink feel free to go up to the bar and see which drink they're doing yeah $20 beverage waiting yes. for you <laughs> $15 water bottle Absolutely what are you going to choose insane. yeah yeah yeah. And we should end it off on one thing of talking about merch, you guys. Two things. Oh, two tips. Merch line is okay. going to be really, really, really long. Some stadiums are opening it up the day before, um, or oh, at noon that day. Um, I have seen TikToks that people wash their shirts and the inks come off $65 t-shirt inks come off. Is it worth it? You can get it online. I feel like if there's anything you want, you can get online. Um, if you want to be a cardigan, right?
1: What? Yes. I think that's the only – or not cardigan, the gray crew
0: neck sweater everyone's obsessed with. Great crew neck. Yes. Yes. So like if you want to stand in an hour line for that, you can do that. People love it. (laughs) It's great. Um, Taylor Swift and Taylor Nation, they're not doing meet and greets. um, They're not upgrading people, but you do have a chance to get upgraded if you go and stand through the Capital One uh, interactive photo booth. Uh, video that they're doing. You don't have to have a Capital One card to do it. Um, I think they're only giving away like two sets of tickets, but you can. You do, do that. have to have
1: a card to accept the the. I saw someone who got upgraded, and they said you have oh. to verify you have a card when you get upgraded.
0: Okay, well, have a pretty rude a Capital but One card. Yeah. <laughs> it does not say that in the fine print. Oh, well, but then maybe. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Yeah. That's what they I don't said.
0: Know. That's a TikTok. I- oh, no, I totally get it. It's just, <laughs> they didn't tell us that when we went to go take the photos. Yeah. But, so if you want to do that, um, do that, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, so no meet and greets. But I kind of like that she's not doing meet and greets. It takes, like, the pressure off. And, like, they're not doing any, like, Taylor Nation upgrade. It just kind of takes the pressure off of, like, walking the stadium and trying to be noticed and trying to, like, be loud and proud. She is doing the, like,
1: giving away her hat after 22. Yes. Oh, that's and like I'm annoying. curious how she's, like, picking them. Yeah, it's, like, literally one in 70,000. And they Someone must be asked. on the floor. Yes. yes. So I'm yes. just curious who picks them. So hmm, I, not to yeah. not to make you guys think this is important enough to figure out how to be the person chosen. And more just I had a passing curiosity of, like, mm-hmm. oh, that's funny. Like, that's
0: that's cool. Mm-hmm. But how did that happen? Yeah. So. How, that Funny, happened. How did Lizzo decide who she's bringing up on stage with her too? I'm like, yeah. One in <laughs> You're like, hey. So many. Yeah. Uh, that's,
1: <laughs> that's, that's that. It.
0: I know. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm exhausted all over again. I'm exhausted all over again. But um, if you want to see any of our fun content from the weekend that, you know, I made people do, you can go to Switches Podcast at Instagram, Pod 13 on Twitter. And then always, you can email us, podcast at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, and yeah. we'll be back next week to talk about a uh, song again. Yeah, it's your choice. It's Taylor's my choice. choice. Yeah. Okay, Labyrinth, then, here we
0: come. Just <laughs> But you guys, until next time, <laughs> I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And uh, nothing really. Yet. You're going to go back. <laughs> I'm just going to go take a nap, Taylor. I'm tired. Yeah. yeah, I'm not meeting you at midnight ever again. Yeah, you need to go down, yeah. <laughs> yeah.